solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum. Welcome, friends, to another episode. I'm Molly. And I'm Alex. And this is, is Mapping the Marauders. <laughs> mapping the Marauders. Potter Watch. Potter Watch edition. <laughs> One day I'll get that right. Um, we just came off uh, Mary's Mary Mystery. And we're on the penultimate episode of season one. Things are happening. Um, so yeah, everyone got back from holiday break last week. Everyone except one little boy. One little wolf boy named Remus. Um, so I think in this episode, someone's going to be returning. And we got some shenanigans. Mm-hmm. How do we get started with an episode, Alex? <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm trying to think of where we begin. Is it the Great Hall? <laughs> no, I refuse to let it be the Great Hall. You know, we haven't had another Quidditch game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like really two episodes ago. We could enter mid-action. They could be, like, at a Quidditch match, and then they're, like, leaving, like, and Remus is just there. Like, we could just be starting in. Boom. Starting in the, you know, in media res, as they say. Is that what they Uh, know what media res is? Yeah, when you start. In action? Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Um, I totally believe you. I just, I knew that term, but I, like, didn't, I don't think I knew what it meant. I'm looking it out just to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. In media res is Latin for in the midst of things. The practice of beginning an epic or other narrative by plunging into a crucial situation that is part of the related chain of events. Wow. Great pool. Thank you. I did take script analysis because I have a degree in theater. So I don't know. I mean, it's paying off. (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, what do you think? In media res or nah? I think in media res. <laughs> I'm going to say this all the time now. <laughs> I think right now is the media res. So if we could start in that media res, that would be great. What is that um, Gilmore Girls episode when they're like... Calls to sack. What? Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about how she tries to get Coles de Sac into different. Uh... No, I was trying to think of the Latin one. In Omnia Paratus. Oh, in Omnia Paratus. In Media Res. <laughs> that's your, that's the Life and Death Brigade slo- uh, slogan and Media Res. I don't know. That might be this week's episode title. <laughs> Okay, let's let's get serious, y'all. Two eyes. Um, I think we can start. Um, I think, yeah, let's start. <clears throat> you hear the sound of a ruckus 
Quidditch game. People are screaming in the stands. It's tied 10 to 10. Hufflepuff v. Ravenclaw. Everyone is biting their nails, waiting to see what has happened. James is on his feet. Um, Dorcas Meadows is standing on his shoulders, pulling her hair out. Like they are panicking because of course, if Ravenclaw wins this match, it will mean that Gryffindor won't be in the finals against Slytherin. So this is the biggest match of the year for Gryffindors. Because if Hufflepuff wins, then Gryffindor is in the championships. Even though Hufflepuff beat Gryffindor earlier? Hmm? Even though Hufflepuff beat... Yeah, they didn't have a good rest of a season. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um okay well who wins well wait in the middle of all of this panic who walks into the stands but one mr remus lupin sits down and opens his book now you might think that james potter quidditch fanatic could not be deterred from watching what is perhaps to him the biggest game of the season until next week, which is the championship game. But no, Peter, Remus, and Sirius all turn their heads simultaneously to look at Remus, waiting for an answer to where he has been. And Remus says, Hey, <laughs> Remus just shrugs it off. I've been around. Somebody died over the holiday. My great aunt died the day after Christmas, and I had to stay. You know. Oh, sorry, mate. Yeah, sorry. Da -da -da -da. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what happens. But um, Sirius is still looking sus suspicious. James is immediately back in the game. I think while the rest of the match is going on, um, uh, well, well, I think to like break uh, Sirius's stare, perhaps Remus asks Peter like how everything is going any more visits from his ghosty lady yeah, so that yes yeah, changes the subject so like and then it also gives us a bonus of um this is where Peter can catch Remus up on what all they've discovered but I don't know if like we film all of that, but it, we hear the start of it so that later in the episode, we can establish that Remus has all that information. Okay, but then what happens with the Quidditch match, Alex? Guys, Ravenclaw wins. <gasps> Gryffindor yeah. does not make the championships. The championships will be Ravenclaw v. Slytherin. 
um, a very dejected James and Dorcas are seen leaving the pitch. Sirius, who has cheered up a little bit since um, the the last episode, is like, cheer up, me. At least it's your birthday. We can, like, celebrate. And James is like, I'm too depressed to celebrate. Exactly. I mean anything. <laughs> what are Birth- birthdays? Birthday ever. He's so upset. They go to dinner because we can't have an episode without going to where folks the great hall um our favorite place in all of Hogwarts. James is too upset to eat but Molly what's that hoot 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 <laughs> <laughs> Um, an owl comes for James for his birthday and there's a note that says do not open in the great hall and it's from his parents so So, they have to finish eating intrigue what is it what could it be yeah Peter is cannot wait he's like just open it now (laughs) and even Remus is like peering over wondering oh yeah Remus is like curious I think he even Remus might even say something uh sassy like hmm what does the great James no okay they're not that they're not that close (laughs) that close What are the other players up to, if anything? Yeah, we should. Seven in a while. We should check in with our boy, Sevi. Sevi or Red. At the Great Hall, James is barely eating an owl. <laughs> no, no. And an owl. There you go. Um, uh, I think Dork, I think Dorcas can say what I was gonna have Remus say. I think Dorcas can be like, what does James Potter, heir to sleek easies, um, heir to the sleek easies fortune get for his birthday or whatever? And then I think Marlene can join in with like, what to get the boy who has everything? <laughs> Some more hair care product because it's not working. <laughs> yeah. Um. I think Mary gives um gives James a birthday card. You mean Mac? Yeah. <laughs> Mac gives James a birthday card. 
It's really sweet. It's handmade. Of course. Maybe it has like a an uh, a drawing that moves of him like on a broomstick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very cute. And when you open it, um, a chocolate frog jumps out. <laughs> and then Remus and Sirius smile at each other. Of course. <laughs> Just a, an important note. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think both of them are like, what's the card? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and then they smile at each other. Very cute. <laughs> What's how's this is perking James up a little bit because he's getting some attention. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, James is loving all of the attention. He's like, well, who's going to be like nice to me and maybe I'll share it. Right. Exactly. By this point, now the package has received some attention at the table because the popular kid first years of Gryffindor are like, you know, sitting at their their spot at the end of the table. You know, they're not like, but this is these are the kids of their year, you know. I think also his parents know how he is and he starts to open it and then there's like another note that's like no seriously do not open this in front of other people (laughs) yeah 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 like or like um the he tries to like he tries to open it and uh they're like we can tell like it's like um it like won't budge or something no but yours is funnier we're serious James do not (laughs) do not open this in front of other people maybe there's like not a howler because it's not angry but like a version of that where his parents like say like happy birthday James we're serious do not open it (laughs) like a little sweet yes and then I think serious goes are they serious (laughs) No. <laughs> fine. James might say that. <laughs> Too I think there should be a bit about Sirius's name every time they use it. But I feel like it would be James making that joke and Sirius yeah. rolling his eyes. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I mean, we never make that joke. We make it all the time. So it's got to be in our, it's got to be in our fic. All right. Any other great hall business? No, I think that's quite enough from the great hall. Should we go up to the uh, boys room, TM? I think we should, um, I think we should see what Sev is up to. Okay. What is Sev up to? He's obviously keeping an eye on things from afar. Mm-hmm. Maybe he wants to like complain with Lily, like, oh, that James, he's always like 
mucking about or like getting attention yeah I don't know something like that and Lily's like what I wasn't even like don't pay him any minds like right like well he's completely off her radar like her friends are closer friends with James than and maybe he notices that Remus is back and he's like is it and wasn't Remus not here before like what is he doing and yeah and what's up yeah what's up with that Lupin kid why is he never why is he missing so many days of school blah, 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 blah. I think Lily can like sort of like brush him off by being like you know what I've noticed about you since we've come to school Severus you're a gossip <laughs> <laughs> So do we think that James knows, like, know, knew that his dad had an invisibility cloak? Like, does he know that this is an heirloom that's been passed down? Or, no, I, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, I think that's more fun. Like, it's something special that his dad was, like, keeping or his yeah. mom or whatever. It could be from either side since it's, like, the Peveril family line. All right, well, let's go to the opening of the, the opening of the present. I think all the, the boys TM are there. Peter looks at it and is like, what is it? It's a manky old cloak. And then Sirius is like, not going to lie, it is a little bit anticlimactic, mate. And then... Lupin knows. Yeah. And I bet, like, James, like, had, like, like, rumors about it, like... Yeah. And he was like, I always thought my, like, dad was joking or, you know, like, I didn't know this was real. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think James is, like, in awe, like, no way. And then he, like, puts it on. And uh, and then Sirius, like, jumps. Or, you know, like, they, an appropriate reaction from Peter and Sirius and even Lupin. And I think James is like, yeah, anticlimactic now. Like, look what I can do. And he's, you know, he's got the cloak on. He's he's messing things up. <laughs> I think Sirius is like, says something along the lines of imagine the possibilities, <laughs> you know? Yeah, he's already planning. He's plotting. Yeah. <laughs> Sirius is like, okay, where are we going first? Yeah. I mean, like, can they all fit under it? They're little. What's what's one more than three, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think the answer is probably no, 
but well, honestly, I don't know because by third year they were still all three fitting under there. Yeah, I mean, Lupin says something like, do you know how many times I saw your dad like disappear under it? Like kind of implying he wasn't there as much, but that's obviously when they know he's a werewolf and he's not using the invisibility cloak, they are. Yeah, I think honestly, because it's during the day, it's not like they're going to get in trouble for being outside. Like they're going to class. Um, Oh, oh, we said they were going to class, right? Yeah, like the next day. No, I think... Because um, it's like, are we right after the Quidditch match still? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's night. It's night. It's dinner. It's past dinner. Yeah, so I don't know where James wants to go first. Like, maybe... Well, I feel like Lupin doesn't want to get in trouble. Right. So he's like, I'm not going. Right. That's what and, I was thinking too. Yeah. And so maybe James just invites Sirius and Peter is butthurt. <laughs> no, I think, I think James invites. Uh, I think the three of them can certainly fit under it. Well, yeah, no, I know they can fit, but. You think he only invites Sirius with Peter right there? It's so hard. Yeah, I think he doesn't do it in a harsh way. He's like, serious, you want to go? And then they just, like, kind of go. Yeah. And, yeah, no, no. I think that makes sense. I think that makes sense. Yeah, um, maybe even Lupin doesn't even say anything. Maybe he says something to Peter after me, like, well, I wasn't going to go. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Or, or maybe Peter is, like, looking sad afterwards and Remus is, like, you want to do you want to go to the uh you want to do some research on um yeah on Gunhilda um and then um and then Peter sort of like brightens a little bit all right so on to a great adventure Where are they going, Sirius some, and James, the dynamic duo? What are some characters that we, this could be a good opportunity to um, play with some characters we haven't really done much with. Well, we haven't done much with Frank or Alice. Oh yeah, and they're prefix. Maybe yeah. they run into them snogging. Oh my gosh, that would be so funny. And they, like, mess with them. Yeah, that's really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> Snogging. <laughs> oh, oh, Alice and Arthur. Snogging. Oh, Alice and Arthur. <laughs> oh, how different Harry is. He literally goes to the library first thing. That's Hermione's influence. <laughs> okay. So Sirius and James under the invisibility cloak, they are like struggling to get it together. <laughs> yes. Because they're also like vibrating with excitement. And I wonder, like, they're probably like passing people and people are like looking like, what the 
is going on? Yeah, I think they're literally the first things that they're doing under here are like tapping people on the shoulders as they're walking by. And like people can hear that. (laughs) Right. They're like giggling. And I think they pass like a group of Slytherins and like knock the books out of their hand. (laughs) Like very obviously, like they go. And um, so we see one Slytherin like blame the other Slytherin and then they start fighting. Awesome. Uh, um, I think they tie Filch's um, shoelaces together. Do they go outside? Do they stay in the castle? I think they sneak. And then I think when they're with Filch, they remember they're like Filch's office and so I think they go and like nick a bunch of like they look through his office because he has all of that contraband material and they look at it like kids in a candy store like they're so excited by all of the contraband material and they're like I'm we didn't bring a bag or anything um they're just stuffing things in their pockets. In their pockets, yeah. And then... Uh, and then maybe they're like, let's go hang out by the Slytherin door. Yeah. And, and we can like lay these pranks up. But they don't really know where it is. They just know it's like downstairs somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, because I think they explore really. They... This is the start of them exploring the full castle because they end up writing a map like. But they're like on their way down when they see two people behind a pillar or whatever is in Hogwarts. Oh my gosh. What do you think their reaction would be? Well, what's happening, Alex? What's happening behind the pillar? Oh, sorry. I I thought you were keeping in your um I don't know. Um and who do they that? find behind the pillar? But one Miss Alice Fortescue <laughs> and uh Frank Longbottom. snogging like squeal or something huh I feel like they have to squeal or something yes who's who's I think James squeals and Sirius puts a hand over his Frank and Alice break apart. Yeah, instantly. They're like looking around. And they're like, we're not supposed to. Frank's like, we're not supposed to be here. <laughs> what could I think? Al- and then I think, what were you saying? 
I was gonna say what kind of prefix are we are we but I keep forgetting like how old we made them I guess yeah. only like maybe third or fourth year um I think Alice is gonna be like are you a Gryffindor or not or something like that and then uh James is gonna be like oh they're going at it again and Sirius is like truly I didn't know they had it in them <laughs> And they just, they leave. They turn heel. They're like, this is gross. Yes. Well, I've got one last prank for them to do. Yeah. Away from this area or in this area? In this area. Okay. Uh, Sirius is like, I've got the perfect thing. And then he like reaches in his pocket and it's like a stink bomb. It like kind of works like a grenade. Like you have to uncork it like it's magical so and then the you know the stench uh emerges and so they walk up behind frank and detonate and and then walk and walk away (laughs) we 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 see the the um the aftermath of that little prank and they laugh all the way to Gryffindor Tower. Are they still under the invisibility cloak at this point? Uh, I think they take it off when they get back um, to their room. Because maybe they uh, they get caught by Filch. Because they're think? supposed to always be in and out of detention. That's true. Because they he knows that like things were stolen. Right. And they're like, and then he, he kind of puts it together that there is like the stink bomb and. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, yes, I think Alice and Frank discover the stink bomb and, um, and then, you know, tell, report it to Filch and, um, the boys think they're in the clear. And so they remove the invisibility cloak. Um, and, um, and then Filch is like, ha, caught you or something like that, or like, turn out your pockets, boys. And, um, I think Sirius tries to talk his way out of it. Like, you, why, what do you care what's in my pockets? It's not past hours. You know, we have 30 more minutes before we have to be in the room. And I think Filch like just uh, repeats himself and they do have some of his contraband material in their pockets and they get detention. Womp, womp. Womp, womp. The boys... What? Um, I think when they walk back in, they they look a little dejected, and um, and uh, Remus just looks like over his book and um, and goes, "So, like, <laughs> how long is it for? <laughs> like, about the detention?" And then uh, James is like. I don't want to talk about it. And um, uh, Remus like winks at Peter. Like they've been talking about uh, like this was obviously not going to end well, you know, for them. 
Okay. And then, so then they are like, well, what have you all been up to? And Peter is like ready to tell them that they're ready to try yeah. the password. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remus, Remus is like, I think I've found something. Do they go like tonight? Yeah, I think um, they're already getting, they're already in trouble with Filch. So, um, um, I, I think, I think, think I think James is like, uh, what are we waiting for? Let's go. And then I think Remus is like, aren't you guys already in trouble with Filch? And Sirius is like, yeah, what's one more detention? Yeah. And, and Peter's definitely ready to go. For sure. Sirius and, doesn't care. Yeah, Sirius doesn't care. Um, uh, and Remus is like, fine, but I'm in charge and we're going to be a lot more subtle than I'm sure the two of you were. Yes, and I'm going to be under the invisibility cloak. I can't afford another detention. Like, he, like, lays down the law, basically. So he's like, James and I will be under the cloak, and then we'll motion when you guys can come, and we'll get over to Yeah. He's, like, got a whole system. <laughs> yes, Remus, is, he's thought it all through. And then, so I think once they get up there, <laughs> um... He says, um, all right, uh, Peter, if you want to try it? And I think Peter tries the spell and it doesn't, like, it's not working. Like, he's not doing it correctly and he keeps trying and it's like, and uh, Remus is like, you know, um, maybe I should try this time. <laughs> And he does it, and of course it works, and our episode ends with the secret passageway opening. You said James does it? Oh, oh, I was going to say, oh, I said uh, Remus does it. Because he was, like, teaching um, Peter how to do it while they were gone. So Remus knows, like, the whole wand motion and everything that goes along with it. Dun dun dun! What an exciting end! Yeah, good episode. Next week is the season finale. Stay tuned for where the secret passage lay leads, and why Gunhilda was reaching out to uh, Peter Pettigrew in the first place. Peter Pettigrew. <laughs> what are we calling this episode?
invisible strings? <laughs> no. Um. Unseen passageways. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or something. <laughs> Seeing the unseen. The unseen, I don't know. I don't know. It's it, We can't go any, I can't, I can't do any more. All right. Yeah. So tune in y'all. We're, um, we got, we have an ending planned. So there's that. There is, it's, it's exciting. You're going to want to know what happens. Okay. Um, all right. Can't wait. What are, <laughs> good night. Good night. Stay magical. <laughs> I'm sure. Mischief managed. Bum, 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 bum. Oh no. Why did we just forget how to do the podcast? It's always hard to end it. Like, yeah.